ask them who what do you think is the reason that america is such a free country what is it in in our constitution that 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 makes us what we are and i guarantee you that the response i will get and you will get this from almost any american including the woman that he was talking to at the supermarket the answer would be freedom of speech freedom of the press no unreasonable searches and seizures no quartering of troops in hope those marvelous provisions of the bill of rights but then i tell them if, if you think that a bill of rights is what sets us apart you're crazy every banana republic in the world has a bill of rights every president for life has a bill of rights the bill of rights of the of the former evil empire the union of soviet socialist republics was much better than ours i mean it literally it was much better we guarantee freedom of speech and of the press big deal they guaranteed freedom of the speech of the press of street demonstrations and protests and anyone who is who is caught trying to suppress criticism of the government will be called to account whoa that, that is wonderful stuff of course just words on paper what what our framers would have called a parchment guarantee and the reason is that the real constitution of the soviet union you think of the word constitution it doesn't mean a bill it means structure say a person has a sound constitution has a sound structure the real constitution of the soviet union which is what our framers debated that that, that whole summer in philadelphia in 1787 they didn't talk about the bill of rights that was an afterthought wasn't it that constitution of the soviet union did not prevent the centralization of power in one person or in one party and when that happens the game is over the bill of rights is just what our framers would call a parchment guarantee all right welcome back on this tuesday anthony scalia kind of kind of scary listening to that huh uh, basically predicting that the uh, end of the Bill of Rights is coming. And we're pretty much seeing that in our lifetimes now, that uh, the left and the extremists are trampling on the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. They would like nothing better than to do away with them completely. Look at what you've lost over the last few years with just COVID alone. I mean, COVID alone was one of the biggest power grabs I think we're ever, we have seen in our lifetimes up to this point, and hopefully we will never see that attempt. It's still going on. It's not like it's gone away. Um, they've backed off a little bit and tried to go a little bit more into hiding. But the good news is that we are more informed than ever and that we are standing united more than ever to push back against these oligarchs that want to rule the world. It it's comes down to they want a centralized government, a world centralized government, and uh, they are going to continue to push in that direction. And we just have to be smart enough to keep each other informed and push back. And that's the only way to prevent it from happening. Um, what makes us different? He asked that question. What makes us different? You would like to say the Constitution. You would like to say the Bill of Rights. But honestly, I think it's the people. I think when people are born free and people have freedom, uh, the the majority of us know what we're about to lose or we're aware of what we're about to lose. And so we will fight tooth and nail to keep what we know we already have. Uh, pieces of paper, papers change. That constitution has held 
you know, for over 250 years, um, you know, probably one of the main reasons is the second amendment because they made sure to put a clause in there that you can turn on the government. As long as you have a gun, you can turn on the government. They can't just overtake you like they do in so many countries. Um, and that's probably one of the most important ones in there. Uh, but besides that, that, that piece of paper has held on a very long time. I get it with the bill of rights, but that constitution is, is pretty amazing. And I think he agreed with what I'm saying there, uh, as well as bill of rights come and go, but the constitution that has saved us from pretty much everything up to this point. And, and they're steady trying to get rid of it one way or the other, uh, to show how they are consistently going after us and, and, trampling on the bill of rights the boston democrats boston's democratic mayor's office admits that it sent police a list of critics the list includes uh, at least 15 people among them politicians former police officers and businessmen who sued the mayor this is uh (laughs) it's it's unbelievable at the same time scary uh, Boston's Democratic Mayor Michelle Wu's team sent a list of her administration's critics to the Boston Police Department. This was admitted by her spokesman, Ricardo Patron, in a report published uh, by the Boston Herald. Patron alleged that um, it was police who asked for the list to be drawn up because the mayor had been hara- had been harassed and physically intimidated by individuals for several months outside of her home at city functions such as an annual neighborhood park coffee hour and other public events. The request from police came after many of the individuals on the list repeatedly uh, impeded the the, the uh, Dorchester Day Parade to harass Mayor Wu and her family and staff, yelling through megaphones at her and her children for nearly nine minutes as they marched in the parade, despite being asked uh, by parade organizers to leave the parade routinely. Um, After what happened at that July 5th parade last year, the district captains reportedly asked for a list of individuals who had been involved in a public uh, disruption in anticipation of the Bunker Hill Day parade a week later, According to Patron, Christina Vitale, uh, a candidate for city council, and Shana Cotton, a former police officer, fired for, among other things, her opposition to vaccine mandates, and the Mendoza brothers of the North End restaurant owners who sued Wu over her policies were some of, of the at least 15 people listed in an email sent by former voter service director Dave Vitroni to Captain Robert Chicolio or Cicholio or however he wants to pronounce that. Um, but you see right there, your Bill of Rights being trampled on because you disagreed with her policies and because you stood up and said something, uh, you were being put on a short list of people that the, she is claiming the police needed to check out. It's, a, it's always a double standard with these people. It's always, uh, uh, they're always hypocritical. Because how many times have you seen any type of, um, say, organized parade or gathering that happens to um, support a conservative uh, agenda and you have Antifa members, you have all these people coming out yelling and screaming and uh, being vulgar during these parades or these gatherings and their names are not being put on lists. 
It's, it's only if you disagree with the establishment, if you disagree with the left and their agenda, that you're going to be put on a list. I mean, what do you consider harassment? Because I certainly remember um, Kavanaugh being harassed. I remember these Supreme Court justices being harassed because people didn't like the uh, rulings that were coming out and what was done about all the people outside of their houses. You know, I mean, Kavanaugh, somebody even tried to assassinate the guy. Uh, and what what truly was being done to protect these Supreme Court justices? They're upset because some people are out there with megaphones and they're opposing what they're doing or they're calling them out for their hypocrisy or they're calling them out for the, for the destruction of their lives. People losing their jobs because they don't want to take a, a unproven crappy vaccine. You know, people whose businesses were shattered because of uh, draconian COVID lockdowns. You can't disagree with them, otherwise you're put on a list, and police officers got to go check you, uh, go check out, check you out. Police departments being weaponized, governments being weaponized, and it's being weaponized against us. And these are they seem like they're small examples, like they're no big deal. But when you start putting them all together, it is a big deal because it's the change in t- uh, in the tide. When you start to see that police officers are being more and more compliant with going after everyday citizens, when you start seeing that, it's a problem. Police officers are everyday citizens. They have a different job than you have, but they also should have a moral compass and know what is right and what is wrong. You don't just do things for the sake of keeping your job. I mean, I get it. Everybody's got to work. Everybody's got to feed their family. But when you know something is absolutely 100% wrong, you should not be doing it. What they're doing, going after, and now police harassing or intimidating civilians that are expressing their concern with the mayor or disapproval or they don't like the mayor. Nobody said that they were violent. These are people out there expressing their point of view. And they're being put on a list to be checked. Just, it just, we are... I know that I ultimately believe in the end we will succeed, we will win. But in the meantime, uh, these, these are the situations that need to be called out because they need to be corrected. You know, if you're a police officer, an FBI agent, whatnot, you guys haven't had uh, the best publicity over the last few years. And the only way to change that is to do the right thing, and you're not doing the right thing a lot of the times, and mainly in blue states. If you look at red states, Uh, where police officers have the backing of the people that are in charge, they don't have to make those tough decisions. But in these blue states, you know, these may be, uh, on all accounts, decent police officers, but when you know you're being sent somewhere to do something foolish, uh, there has to come a point where you don't have to quit, you know, but you can go talk to your superior and say, hey, listen, this is wrong, and you know it's wrong. Why are we doing it? We're wasting our time harassing people for expressing their point of view for their First Amendment rights, their freedom of speech. We're wasting our time checking these people out instead of getting out on the street and catching some damn criminals. How about we go catch some criminals? Because all these cities that you hear this type of stuff coming out of are just in a decline. Their crime rates are through the roof. Cities are dirty. Uh, the poverty level is is unbelievable. Uh, I mean, the, the drugs are flowing through the community. You, you should be out there catching some damn criminals instead of wasting your time on some people that are out there with megaphones because they don't appreciate the way that they've been treated and they are exercising their First Amendment right. So there comes a time where these police officers, you guys got to step up. You know, it's, it's bigger than just your job. It's bigger than just you. 
what you do this, what does the future look like? Are all police officers eventually going to turn on everybody? We're going to have the brown shirts running around everywhere. These are the situations where you see our Bill of Rights is just being trampled on. Our Bill of Rights are being trampled on. Where our Constitution is being trampled on. Where the government is being centralized and weaponized against us. Again, I believe that we will overcome this. Uh, We're going through a tough time in America right now, but uh, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. And it may be a rough road and a bumpy road to get there, but we will get there if we all stick together and stand for the principles that matter. Stand for American principles. Stand for the Constitution. Stand for Jesus Christ. If you stand for those things, we will get to the end, and we will get through this rough patch. All right. Somebody that may not get through a rough patch is Disney. Disney may not be getting through a rough patch. I don't know what they are doing at Disney. I'm not sure the people in charge, I guess they must have the money to lose, so they don't really care at this point. But it just seems to me that we are in a situation, or they're in a situation where if you don't straighten yourself up, then you will no longer exist at some point here. Uh, From the Daily Mail, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, they're doing a live action because there's no creativity left in the world. You know, they can't come up with new movies and creative movies. And now it's just every cartoon that you held dearly as a child that you loved, all they're doing is making them into live actions. There's just nothing there. I mean, there's where's the excitement to go see that? And since we already know Disney's agenda, which is grooming children uh, and and being all-inclusive and destroying stories, um, who wants to see them anyways? But getting back to it... Exclusively, Snow White and the Seven Politically Correct Companions. First pictures of the new Disney live-action remake show the princess walking with a diverse band of merry men and women after a row over um, using dwarf actors. Uh, I mean, I am not a dwarf, okay? But one thing that I would assume is There's not a whole lot of roles in Hollywood that if you are a dwarf actor or a midget, if that is that, and you're an actor, there are roles that you you must accept because you understand that that is what your size is. I mean, I mean, they, I know they go into this industry understanding that. Okay, Uh, Snow White and the Seven Doors seems to be like this is the one. If you are a small actor. If you're a midget and you're an actor, this would be the one that, yes, this is designed for you. You you should be ready to rock and roll. But there was some pushback probably over a year ago when they first came out. Um, they weren't happy the way they were being portrayed, that there are a bunch of these little dwarfs that live in a mountain. And it, was, it, it became a, a controversy. So Disney has changed it. So, so Snow White is Hispanic. She's no longer um, a white female. And the seven dwarfs, there's actually only one dwarf. Okay, you have uh, uh, black female, uh, black male, looks like possibly a white male, a, a taller, shorter. And it's a whole diverse seven Snow White and the seven dwarfs. I, I don't know how you title it, the seven dwarfs. I'm sure they're going to probably remove that from the title whenever they decide to come out with it. Um, 
but it, it, it's just gotten to a point of being ridiculous. You can't remake the movie. What was wrong with the movie in the first place? The reason it is a classic is because everybody loved it the way it was. You want to make money? Make the live action just like the cartoon with the same makeup that's in the cartoon and you would make a killing. Because one thing I've learned about Disney over the years is when I would go, it didn't matter what the princesses were. It didn't matter about any of that. All little girls, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Arab, did not matter. They all loved the princesses. They all dressed up as the princess. They didn't care about their color. We didn't care about their color. They would dress up. They'd look cute in their little outfits and they pretending to be princesses and it was great for them. Nobody cared. Now, because the left is bringing color back into the picture where it was almost completely gone. We didn't see color anymore. Nobody cared. Now we're bringing it back where that is the most important thing is what color you are. It has nothing to do with your personality or your character, or your capabilities, anything. It's all about your color and gender. But honestly, no, no little girl cared. So it wouldn't matter if you remake it the same way that you that it was originally put out because the same little girls are still going to dream of being the same princesses that they've always dreamed about being. The only reason that they're not is because the adults around them have twisted it on them and said that, well, that's that princess doesn't represent what color you are. And, and again, as far as Disney goes, if you want to do that, just like they did with Aladdin, you have an Arab princess, Milan, you have a, a, a Asian princess, <clears throat> you have princess and a frog, you have a black princess, you have white princesses, you have, you are already represented, Pocahontas, you have Native American, you are represented all over the place. All these girls have somebody that attaches to them, but they only just don't go for that. Everybody's dreamers. All these little girls are going to go for whichever one that they like the most. And it doesn't matter to them what color it is. If they want to be Cinderella for a night, then that's what they're going to do. And, and they, do, do we care what they are? When you go, when you would go around at Halloween, did you care that it was a little black girl walking up in a Cinderella dress? No, you go, oh, look at you. Aren't you a cute little Cinderella? And that's it. But now in today's times, it's going to, what are we supposed to say? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, you're the wrong color for that dress. You shouldn't be in that dress. Okay. You're supposed to dress to somebody else. Who cares? What have we ever cared? Uh, you're, you're like, oh, look at you, honey. You're so cute. Look, and here's your little candy. Go have fun, trick-or-treating. Boom, they're gone. <laughs> just, who cared? But now, nowadays, it's not Disney. They have not figured it out. And I don't know what it's going to take for them to get the picture. I don't know how much they're going to need to lose before they change their tune. But the, the uh, direction that they're going, they are going to continue to lose. And it would be nice, I don't know, call me crazy, if they would actually come up with something, if they would get back to being... Uh, get back to being sane and stop with all this political nonsense and just make great content. Uh, it would be nice to see them actually come up with something creative for once because everything they're coming out with just, it just sucks. You know, I think the superhero thing is done to death. I, I can't see too many people that are that jazzed up anymore about going to see a superhero movie. It's just, we've been, superhero movies have been going on for the last 20 years now. You know, I, I it just, you've gotten to a point where, I don't know. It's it's lost its its muchness. It's just not there anymore. Uh, so come up with something else. Come up with something new. New stories. There are millions of books in the world. Why don't you get some of these people that are supposedly smart people that are uh, drawing up storyboards to go find great books, great life stories, and start making these 
Why, why don't we do that and, and do something more creative or have somebody come up with their own original story and be extremely creative and do that. But instead, no, we're not doing that. We're going to remake all the classics because I think they're slated now. Uh, Disney is going to redo, I, I believe, uh, Lilo and Stitch. They're also doing Moana. Um, I would love to see the. I would. I would love to see them redo Tarzan. I want to know: Are you going to change the lead character in Tarzan from white to black? <laughs> oh, we're getting, we're going down a dangerous path here. <laughs> you, you you think they're going to do that? You're going to have a little black boy raised by gorillas in the jungle. Oh, I I don't I don't see that one happening. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think Disney stays away from that one. I'd love to see you pull that one off. Let's change the lead actor there and turn him into a black person and, and see how well that goes for you guys. You won't touch that one. They'll just say that's one that's not necessary to remake because it's already been done in the past or something. I guarantee it. They won't touch that one. Oh, it's gonna, That ought to be interesting. Uh, but anyways, they're remaking all of their old movies. There's nothing new there in creative. Disney, on all accounts, pretty much just sucks now. I mean, they sucked before. I'm, I'm completely against them politically. But I mean, even if I wasn't against them and they were still doing things uh, non-political and just making good movies, I would st- probably still like Disney and visit Disney. But I would complain the same way I'm complaining right now because everything you're coming out with sucks. It's just There's just nothing entertaining about it anymore. It's the same old nonsense. Everybody's tired of it. We've seen it. Come up with something new. It's old now and nobody cares about it. All right. Actually, I was going to get into one more about China's economy, but I think I'll do that tomorrow. Uh, yes. A little short on personal time here, so I got to kind of wrap this up. All right. Anyways, I probably should edit that out. It's not necessary for you to hear that, but it is. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, please review me. If you'd like to uh, reach out to me at littlejoecc.com or you can message me on Twitter or easier to do that just send me a message you can feel free to do that as well Uh, beyond that i hope you have a, a beautiful tuesday we will do it again tomorrow